0: Hi! Thanks for joining me on my fifth episode of my podcast. Today is going to be an extra special one as it's a cake review on four different cafes in one. Well, I say cafes but they were more like bakeries. I went to Morningside with, I kind of thought that I was going to go to one place but I couldn't choose and there so many different bakeries and cake places all within a minute walking distance of each other. I thought oh, I'll just maybe get a cake from each different one. One of the reasons I do this is because I do really love eating cakes and experiencing this. So yeah, I kind of went a bit crazy with, with this one. I think in the future I really need to stick with just one Um, I ended up with eight different cakes and as fun as that is, I was really full after that. I don't think I can eat that many again in one go. So headed to Morningside. It's been a while since I've been to Morningside and for anyone who's not been there, it's a lovely area, quite central in Edinburgh there are so many boutique kind of cafes, places to eat. I could have gone to so many more but I did manage to limit it down at least to the four. The first one I came across I didn't actually know was even there and it's called La Telve Cafe and Bistro. It looks like it's quite new but absolutely wonderful display at the window. The second I walked past, I was like, whoa, need to stop off and go there. So there's a whole variety of of different cakes in the window from kind of like gattos, cakes, pastries, macarons, pies, a whole range, anything that you kind of could want was there so it was tough to make a decision on what to get so i asked my partner because he was with me and he said that the profiterole cake looked really good it's not my go-to but i was like yeah why not it looks good and it's something a little bit different from what i've tried before and then they also had in the window some macarons as well they were quite small macarons but I thought I'll pick one up as well uh, give it a go because I'm, I'm always keen to try different macarons. So I read afterwards that, so there was a cafe next door called Patisserie Maxime and I did know that they were in the area, but they had closed and apparently had joined with La Telve. So I think they've partnered up um, for the food and the cakes So uh, that was interesting to find out. They did have some unusual cakes. I think they're maybe, I want to say French, but I'm not sure, called cano. They're almost like these little triangles filled with sweet stuff. Now that I think about it, I wish I'd got one, but um, I didn't at the time. Morningside was quite busy and I was kind of on a mission to get the cakes that I'd already chosen. So... When I got home, I took the cakes to go, came home, and what I'll do is I'll talk about each cafe individually. So for this particular one, the profiterole cake was a really good size. It was put into like a little box, you know, with that non-stick lining so that the cake can go in there. The same with when I went to the artisan cheesecake. It was put on its side, and the issue with that is getting it out Again, can be tough, so I I broke the box down so it was completely flat, but then I wasn't able to put it on so that it was facing upright. I was worried I was going to damage it for the photo, so I did just keep it on its side. The cake was lovely and soft. It had a lot of cream throughout, and it also actually had chocolate chips throughout it as well which I thought was really nice. And then on the top it had the profiteroles and then it was drizzled in dark chocolate. The only thing for me is I am not a big fan of dark chocolate. So it it was really a really strong dark chocolate taste. So if you're not keen on dark chocolate, maybe the profiterole one's not the best option, but I mean, there's so many different cakes you can choose from. I'm sure you'll find um, kind of the one that's perfect for you. As I said, the macaron was quite small. They had a variety of different colors and flavors and the, the staff member who was really helpful, he asked me what flavor that I wanted. I didn't know what the flavors were, so I just went for my favorite color, pink, and um, which he told me was a raspberry one, which is a good choice. And also the, the pink one always reminds me of the Pierre Hermes macarons. So I'm always keen to get pink ones because I really do like Pierre Hermes. For the two cakes, it came to a total of £4.75, which I think is really reasonable. Macaron was tiny, but I mean, four seventy-five for the, the size of that uh, profiterole cake as well. I mean, I think that's pretty good. The only thing is if you're buying the cake to go for a walk in the local area, because they've got the, I think it's the, is it the Blackford Hills. Well, they've got some hills nearby. So if you're going maybe for a walk or a picnic, It's maybe not the best choice because you would need a spoon or fork to eat with it. The next place that I went to was a police box cafe. Well, cafe, I mean, takeaway cake and coffee shop. So it's being built into the police box. There's quite a few actually around Edinburgh now. I did stop off at one of these previously but it's been taken over now by someone else and it's got some really nice artwork on the side, kind of like a cartoon drawing in black and white. If you want to see a photo of the police box or any of the cakes, uh, please check out my Patreon. I've put like a lot of photos it comes to about 12 or 14 pages for for this review on the four cafes. So uh, there's a lot of information in there. And I've I've put a photo of the police box. It was called Drip, but it's actually owned by a lady who goes under the name Baby-Faced Baker. I'm sure I've heard of her before on Instagram. She's just recently opened up an actual shop in Leith as well. So the drip cafe police box is literally just to the right as you're coming out of the Marks and Spencer's food shop in Morningside. They have actually a pretty good selection considering the size of the police box. They had like a, you know, you get those clear plastic kind of bakery units so they had one of them and it was clearly labeled with all the different kind of cakes and the prices they even have some vegan selection there was a vegan peanut butter cup and chocolate hazelnut cookie and they had also as well kind of like a another jam and custard cookie some brownies something called a cruffin and a berry cheesecake I was tempted by the cruffin but I really felt like a brownie So I went for the Oreo brownie um, on this occasion and that was £2.80, which I think is pretty reasonable for the size that you're getting. We do have a good selection of coffees and teas as well if you want to take one. I think this cafe is obviously meant for people who are on their way to work or just looking to grab a quick bite. Um, So their cakes are all really designed, I would say, to be eaten on the go or take away with you. Um, So, eating the brownie, really good, nice shape, good thickness, a little bit of gooeyness inside, which I thought was really nice. Um, Overall, a good Oreo brownie. The next one I went to was um, Carine, and I think that's how you pronounce it. It's got a lovely front, it does have that kind of French look to it. I want to say it's French. Um, It's got blue and white with some lovely big plants outside and I've been past it many times in the past but never gone in so I was really happy to have an excuse to go check it out today. They have a small selection of cakes in the window that are displayed in like cake dome stands so we've got a cake stand and they put like a dome over you know to protect it from things like flies. They've got a nice seating area on the right and but I didn't, I've got lots of pictures, but I didn't take a picture of the people sitting there because it was fully booked, you know, with people eating their lunch, I didn't want to get in their way. They have a couple of seats on the inside as well, but everyone was sitting out on this occasion. In the window, you could see they had one of those macaron stands where each layer of the stand has a different color of macaron. And they had some tarts, they had uh, meringues, and a few other things I decided to go for one that I've never really seen before and I wasn't sure what it was. it did it was kind of like a square shape and had blueberries in it and the lady told me that it was a blueberry cheesecake. The only thing I'm not 100% convinced it's it's definitely not your traditional blue cake um, cheesecake as it wasn't the same shape it was like a square and i'm not convinced it's the exact ingredients of a normal cheesecake because it wasn't in a fridge and i presume it's okay sitting out for a while when i got home i did put it in the fridge just in case but i mean it tasted lovely and it did have a cheesecake taste to it but it kind of had like um crumble mixture and blueberries in it so that was a really nice treat and actually it was my favorite cake that i got out of the whole day they when i ordered it they wrapped it in a really unusual way so usually you get like maybe you know you get the paper bags um, and they just kind of put it in that and you take it away they had red bags but they wrapped it in a square and taped it so it was like a imagine getting like a mini present and I did find that really unusual, but I suppose it keeps it, it keeps its shape really and makes sure um, that it stays nice and secure. And I noticed that the wrapping that they used is red and white checks, and it matches the tablecloths that they have on the inside of the cafe as well. So that was a nice touch, I thought, but I do like my packaging and I like getting bags and boxes and things so I personally would prefer a bag but it was an unusual style and it did keep it nice and protected. If you want to see a photo again I've got them on Patreon including the outside and inside of the cafe as well. Inside the cafe they also have a big beautiful kind of like shelf unit with loads of different like kind of condiments and it looks like some wine at the top and so that I can imagine that being a really good place if you live locally to go and get different maybe like condiments and things. At the front they had A whole variety of cheeses as well, so it's not just kind of like a one-stop shop. They have a lot of things in there for you, whether you're sitting in or if you're taking stuff away. If you're taking stuff away, they even had their own branded tote bags. I think it was seven pounds for those. So I think if I lived locally, I'd be picking up a tote bag, going along, getting some bits and bobs now and again, and some cheese. When I was buying the blueberry cheesecake square cake I'm not sure what exactly it's called they were they just freshly brought out some brownie tray bake that they would made and they were slicing it up I could see them slice up in front of me I was tempted to ask about that as well but obviously I just got the Oreo brownies so I thought maybe one is enough for the day let's stick with with the uh, blueberry cheesecake so the, the cheesecake itself i yeah it was 3 pounds 25 so i was just double checking there which is a little bit on the pricey side but like it was a really good size it tasted great so i'm i'm happy to pay the, the 3 pounds 25 for that and you have the option to sit in they do uh drinks kind of i saw i saw them uh, preparing kind of like a Big like sandwich thing, you know, like you get the sub type style or an baguette I saw them preparing that and taking it outside, which looked fantastic. So it seems like it's a nice place to sit and have some food as well. And it was absolutely packed full of blueberries as well, so that was really nice. The last place that I visited was Bakery and Dante, but on the outside of the shop it says Artisan Bakery, and it was kind of tough to see where it says Bakery and Dante. There was a small sign that said it, and I knew it was Bakery and Dante as well from Google Maps. So I'm not sure if the they've rebranded or if they wanted to kind of show the fact they're an Artisan Bakery rather than the actual name. I'm not sure what's happening with that, but if you check my patreon and the photos you'll be able to see exactly what it looks like and what I mean by that as well. Bakery and Dante was probably one of the best bakeries I've ever been to and they're a proper bakery and by that I mean that like it's full of breads and instead of cakes it's more pastries. So it was very, very different from the other shops that I went to in the area, which I think is good that they've all got their kind of unique thing that they do, even though that they're all close to each other in less than a minute walk, they're still able to get custom and have different things. I did also notice that the, the streets were so busy and all of the cafes, bakeries that I went into were not short of customers. So they're all doing really well. Um, so baker and Dante, from the window, you can see some breads. They had like Danish pastries, scones. They had like a puff pastry thing as well. So it, I knew straight away kind of roughly what I was gonna choose. You can only have one customer in at a time because it is a very small shop, but that was fine. Gave me time to have a look at what I was going to get the customer that went in before me I saw him come out with a cake box with a little handle so keep that in mind uh, when I'm when I'm telling you the rest of the story because that's gonna make sense of why I brought that up just now so I went in and I chose to get a Danish pastry uh I think it was a sultana scone or raisin scone a croissant and I got a puff pastry filled with cream. So initially I only got the the first three, so the danish, the scone and the croissant, but they were getting wrapped in white paper bags, which is perfectly fine for them, but I'd seen this guy walk out with the cake box and like I said, I really like packaging and boxes and things. So I was like, hmm, what can I get that's going to be given to me in a cake box? I saw the big puff pastry with the cream, and I was like, "Surely that because it's got the cream in it and it's quite big." And I was right. They put it in the box, which I was really happy about. And the box has their sticker on. It, it says "Bakery and um, and Dante," which I thought was really really nice as well. I have to say, it was my favorite to take photographs of and and get some really nice photos. The scone was. I I make scones, as you know but mine are very very different from the one at bakery and dante theirs was i would say more like a bread it had a very bread texture to it and it had a hard shell which i thought was really really nice if you're looking for something that's kind of more savory or like a bread i think that's a really nice scone it was really big but if you're looking for a scone that's sweet then it's maybe not the right scone to go for but really nice with some jam and some butter. I took it home and and put some things on it so that was really nice. With Quassels, I've never been a huge fan. I don't mind them now and again but it's not my go-to cake. I really do prefer creamy cakes like cheesecake or really chocolatey rather than a bakery pastry style but the, the croissant I went for had almonds on top and it was had powdered sugar as well. And it, you could tell that it was freshly made and it's kind of like more of a real authentic French style. So it wasn't packed full like a big thick bread, it had that kind of hollow flakiness about it which meant it was so lovely to eat. It wasn't heavy at all. It was really, really nice. And if you didn't, if you don't like almonds, we had other types as well. If you do want to see a photo of it sliced and inside of it, again, if you want to check out my Patreon, I've got the full written review with all the photos in there. Um, if you want to have a look. So the scone was £1.65. Considering the size, that's really reasonable. And um, the Quassam was £2.20. a Little bit on the pricey side when you can get them in um, a supermarket, but it's a totally different style. It really is more fresh and authentic. So I think that's good. One thing to note about Bakery and Andante, they're very high tech and with the times, they were using a Zettel payment machine, not just like the small ones you get, and um, when you go to like festivals and things, it was like a, imagine like a mini computer, but it said Zettel on it. And they, when I asked if I could get a receipt, she says, oh, I can send one by email or text. So there wasn't an option to print it, but actually I found that really convenient to get an email to me. And the email was so clear. It told me the name of each and everything that I bought and the price next to it. I thought it was fantastic. So Just bear that in mind, if if you're going in, you're not gonna be able to pay by cash, it's card only. And I don't think that's just to do with COVID. I think that is the way that just they've chosen to operate. The Danish pastry, I absolutely love Danish pastries. And for some reason, I haven't had one and I don't even know when the last time I've had one, maybe five, six years ago. I don't know why, but anyway, it, it had uh, pears on top and then a layer of custard as well. And obviously you've got the puff pastry and the puff pastry all around it. You could taste, obviously they coated that in some kind of like nice sugar or, or something to make it taste really, really good. So, I mean, it, it tasted like your, every other Danish pastry I've tasted, but you could tell it was fresh. So that was two pounds 20, really good size. I'd say that's a pretty good price for that. And then the last cake that I had was the puff pastry on the receipt, it said it was a profiterole, but I mean, that's a giant (laughs) profiterole. This thing was like the size of a small football. Imagine like a puff pastry on top and then at the bottom And then inside of that, there was a layer of custard, fresh cream, fresh fruit. There was blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, grapes. Uh, It was, and then dusted with like powdered sugar on top. She even went, the lady, when she was putting it in the box, she even then put extra powdered sugar on top, which I thought was a really, really nice touch. So that one was £3.70, which is a little bit more expensive, But again, you're getting that really nice box. And actually they even put the cake on a gold circle, like mini tray. I don't know if you've seen them. Imagine a cake board, but a smaller version and it's gold. So I think that's a really nice touch. So if you're looking at the difference in prices though, the Korean one was three pounds 40, I think I said for that one square where's this big massive puff pastry cream cake in that nice box and the gold tray was £3.70 and you're getting all of that kind of experience with it but it really depends on kind of what what you're looking to go for. So that was the four places that I went to. I've put all the names the kind of dining options that they have, the opening hours address and contact details, including the website addresses on my Patreon um, in the review, the full written review with all of the photos as well. Another thing that I would like to say today is that on my Patreon, I've also introduced 10% off my cakes as one of the bonuses that you get when supporting me and joining the community so you get 10% off my cakes once a month and it's three pounds to join the membership to get access to all of the reviews and then you're 10% off my cakes once a month but bearing in mind I'm located in Edinburgh so if you're wanting natural physical cakes and getting the 10% off you do obviously need to be able to come and collect them and Another thing that um, I've put up this week is a special cake review article on a company called Q Pot. I get briefly mentioned them in the last podcast. They're the ones that make jewellery in the shape of cakes, but they also have a cafe. So I found some of my old Japanese photos of when I visited the cafe. I have put them on there and some really interesting, fun information. You'll see a real difference between the design of their cafe compared to UK ones, like having biscuits designed on the walls, strawberries and all kinda of things and um teapots hanging like not real teapots but like lights shaped like teapots coming from the ceiling it kind of looks like something you would find in Disney so that's a really really interesting read and that's included as well in the three pounds. so you can have a look and see all of the reviews I've done so far including that one and your 10% off but I really really do appreciate your support as always. And I think I would say I'm inspired after having gone and seen all these places on Morningside. I think I can only dream I would love to have my cake shop in Morningside, I think. I know there's a lot of cake shops there, but I, I saw that each and every one of them were busy and full and had plenty of customers. And I know that my cake shop's going to be different as well and have its own special um, thing that's going to add to that kind of experience in Morningside so fingers crossed in 2022 that might be a good location for my cake shop thank you again I hope you enjoyed this podcast and I look forward to the next one thank you have a good day bye